And has the pandemic changed senior care? You better believe it has. No question about yeah, that. Definitely. Uh, with us right now is Chris Arrestus. He is a uh, retirement genius and senior advocate. And Chris, good morning to you. And uh, I, I guess the first thing is, is that, you know, what are some of the questions that people have to be start asking before they either go into a nursing home or put their mom and dad in one? You know, the thing that people need to remember about nursing homes is that they are staffed by highly trained medical professionals who follow very specific protocols to take care of the specific needs of seniors and people with challenged and underlying health conditions. So when you have a loved one in a nursing home or are going to be going into a nursing home in today's environment, remember that it is a safe environment, but it's also a dangerous environment from the standpoint of if an outbreak occurs and it gets out of control, you have loved ones in a, in a very confined environment. So going in, normally you're in a very safe environment. These are people who are very used to dealing with infectious situations. They know how to identify them. They, you know, they've been dealing with influenza outbreaks. They've been dealing with pneumonia outbreaks, other forms of outbreaks for years. So they're actually the best-trained safest environment a person can be in, in in today's kind of condition. But if things did get out of control, you do have people in very close quarters. And then you have to start asking yourself, is it time to maybe even take your loved one out? And then there's some hard questions you've got to ask about that. Chris Arrestus joins us. Uh, you can read more about his work at retirementgenius.com. Uh, Chris, we've seen uh, the, the issue of long-term care facilities uh, in various states uh, in these policies during COVID-19 um, and the uh, concerns of uh, you know these congregate settings like nursing homes. Uh, it was really loud criticism in New York with the governor there. And when it was revealed, there was a policy that they were uh, returning senior citizens that were at hospitals for COVID, uh, they were returning them back to senior care facilities. Uh, We found out this week that same policy is based off of federal guidelines here in Illinois, though Illinois doesn't know how many of the seniors were transferred back to hospital from hospitals to senior facilities. But the governor here in Illinois did say that uh, those those patients had recovered, he said, uh, before they were transferred back to um, uh, senior long-term care facilities. Yep. Um, should these policies be reevaluated, considering that uh, more than half of the deaths that have been associated uh, with COVID-19 have come from long-term care facilities in Illinois? Well, r- remember, if somebody is going to be released from a hospital, they're going to one of two places. They're either going to go to a a nursing home, which is often used as a rehabilitation center, because you can't stay in a hospital forever. At some point, uh, a transfer either needs to go to a place for rehab, or you're going to go home. <clears throat> so so the big question that, that we always warn families to be asking themselves is, if you're going to bring a loved one home, either from a hospital on a discharge or out of a nursing home, are you now prepared and do you have the environment of your home correctly set up to be a, a medical care provider? And, and that's the thing people need to, to, to keep an eye on. Either you've got to go to a nursing home for, for rehabilitation and, and, and resume the care that you'd be receiving there, or you're going to go home. And if you're going to go home, now you're in the position of providing 24-7 care. 
is the home set up correctly and safely for a loved one? Things you don't think about, like the bathroom. Are there handrails? What about the bath? What about what about the shower? Uh, is the bedroom up on a second floor? How are you going to be that care provider if if you're going to play that role? And and leaving a a hospital cleared of COVID, going into a nursing home, can be again the safe environment where the right form of care and the right safety protocols are are being followed. Now, don't get me wrong. There have been deaths in nursing homes, and there will be more deaths, particularly as we're seeing the the rise of cases now being confirmed in Sunbelt states. Florida could end up being the next epicenter of this situation. And when you think of the number of nursing homes and assisted living communities that are down in states like that and Arizona and, and Illinois has has a significant uh, senior population themselves, you know, those are areas for, for, for real concern. The, the, but the nursing home environment is one that is well-monitored, uh, well-staffed, very specific safety protocols. They've been following lockdown procedures, keeping outside contaminant out as much as possible. Uh, again, one of the safest, but also one of the most dangerous environments for seniors. The irony of it, under that roof, you're in a safe environment, but you're also in a dangerous environment. Chris, um, when it comes to costs uh, in preparing for these things, um, what should people who have parents getting close to that age, um, or maybe they want to plan ahead, uh, what should they be lining up to ensure that uh, they can cover these costs? Because it can be kind of uh, expensive, uh, depending on what kind of uh, long-term care facility uh, is available. That's right. Uh, Long-term care, whether it's home care-based, uh, nursing home-based or assisted living is, is very expensive. The, the national average cost for a year in a nursing home is about $100,000. Uh, so for many people, for many seniors, Medicaid covers that. Medicare covers a portion of, of uh, a stay in a nursing home for rehabilitation if you're discharged from a nursing home, I mean from a hospital into a nursing home. Um, but more and more emphasis is being placed on private pay and people's ability to, to cover the costs out of their own pocket using things like long-term care insurance or using a life insurance policy that they'll do a life settlement on to get the present-day value of the policy and then use those funds tax-free to pay for their care. Uh, some people look at reverse mortgages as a way to stay in the house and receive home care. So you have safety nets like Medicaid, Medicare that will cover some or sometimes even all of those costs but also the, the need to be ready to cover your cost, private pay, using things like life settlements, reverse mortgages, long-term care insurance. So you need to be looking and understanding that 70% of people over the age of 65, and in this country we have 10,000 people a day turning 65, 70% of them are going to need some form of long-term care in their remaining lifetime, and it is very expensive. Chris, talking about the long-term care insurance, and again, Chris Arrestus is with us, the retirement genius and uh, senior advocate. Uh, Chris, talking about long-term health care insurance, is it worth the money to pay? Sometimes it's extremely expensive. Is it one of those shop-around things to try and get it and essential, or is it something that you can get by without? I, you know, the, because the cost of care is so expensive, what we find is people who do have long-term care insurance are very grateful that they, they hung on to it, but it is expensive. 
if you're going to buy long-term care insurance, you've got to be ready to pay those premiums. Now, there there are some different ways you can approach long-term care insurance. Some people can get it through their work. It can sometimes be a group benefit. And if that's offered through work, you should absolutely grab it. Other ways to get long-term care insurance are through hybrid policies, where you buy a life insurance policy that can be uh, later turned into a long-term care insurance policy if you're still alive and you meet the uh, uh, eligibility requirements to turn the policy from a life into a long-term care insurance. There's also people who own life insurance policies, and they will turn those into funds for long-term care by using a life settlement. So insurance products are one of the best ways to address future need for long-term care costs, other than the ability to save the money uh, that you would pay out of pocket. And for most Americans, that's a pretty tough, pretty tough hill to climb. I mean, you could easily be spending $100,000 a year out of your pocket on care if you don't have insurance or if you're not on Medicaid. But remember, to be on Medicaid, you have to be below the poverty line. And, and there's uh, some pretty stringent requirements to get on to Medicaid. It isn't just an automatic that once you become a senior and you're ready to go into a nursing home, Medicaid's going to cover it. There's a lot of uh, eligibility requirements that you need to meet. So between private pay and uh, safety net entitlements, you've got to know the landscape and take the time to research and know what you're dealing with. Don't wait until the last second and you're in a crisis situation to start trying to figure this thing out. Important things to be thinking about now uh, instead of years from now uh, when it might be uh, too late. RetirementGenius.com, Chris Ortiz, or Orestes, rather. Uh, greatly appreciate you coming on today and uh, talking about this in, uh, in a difficult time for, uh, for seniors, for sure. Absolutely, and I hope everybody stays safe. And remember, this, is, this COVID situation is not over. And and don't buy into the fact that it's gone because it's here and it's going to be here for a while. Yeah, uh, real good advice there, Chris. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the time. Thank you.